0: Today, on the Locked On Blues podcast, the St. Louis Blues fell 6 2 to the Minnesota Wild. The series is evened up one game apiece, heading back to St. Louis. Uh, obviously, a lot of goals scored by the Wild. So, plain and simple, we're going to be answering the question on today's podcast Should we be nervous? And another question Should Billy Huso still be the starter after that game? All those questions answered and more. Make sure you stay tuned.
1: Your Locked On Blues, your daily podcast on the St. Louis Blues, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Ladies and gentlemen,
0: welcome back to the Locked On Blues Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, again, your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman, and as always, I'm joined by Thomas Welch, who's rocking that fresh. Is that a cards hoodie? Or not hoodie, but a No, it's just you a, got just a Nike It's sweater. a Nike just nike yeah. is still it's still fresh still fresh i can still appreciate, appreciate that. you um <laughs> and we got a we got a fun episode for you today uh we went into the game a little bit confident and the blues came away with a loss um 6-2 loss i'll just say right off the bat i think it was a lot closer than the score indicated but we'll get into that um a lot of storylines i mean Billy husso struggled uh the defense is looking beaten and battered we've got what, three? Scandela, Letty, Bortuzo. Yep. Three starting defensemen potentially out with injuries right now. Uh, we're going to get into the defense in the second segment. Um, probably a little bit in the first segment. But first segment, I just want to get into game reactions because I did hint at the fact that I think that it was a lot closer than the score showed. I mean, we're one Robert Bortuzzo functional hockey stick away from the Blues being back in that game, or, you know, one Tarasenko shot three inches to the left the one that hit the post from being in the game so 6-2 obviously on the surface is a little little worrisome but i mean after that first period and after that flurry for the minnesota wild um no pun No pun intended yeah there you go um i really think the blues controlled play um apart from a little bit at the end where they started
1: pressing a little bit so i mean tommy i'm gonna turn the question over to you are you nervous I'm not really nervous yet. I think when you look at things big picture, I was talking about this with my coworkers all day today. It's like small picture, you're you're probably a little bit nervous, right? Like you said, you got Letty, Bertuzzo, and Scandella all out with injuries now. You don't really know a timetable for their return. Hopefully, fingers crossed, somebody comes back Friday. Whether it's any of them, I think will be a huge improvement because it looked like uh, Rosen was struggling a little bit, which, I mean, nerves and all those things, guys, hasn't had a whole bunch of NHL games under his belt, so what are you going to do, right? You could Just kind of throw him into the fire and hope for the best, but uh, getting one of those experienced guys back in the lineup would be huge for the Blues. So, small picture, you're worried, right? You're looking at the defense and being like, that was the weakest link of this team coming into the playoffs, and now we're down three important pieces of that defense, so what are you looking at? But big picture, you've got home ice advantage now. You split 1-1 with the wild in minnesota and you're go- you're coming back home with an even series. The Blues handle their business at home in front of their fans and do what we expect them to do and come out and ball out. They should go up 3 to 1 in the series heading into minnesota once again. So then you can afford to lose a game and then I don't know who you know who else who knows what will happen then, but I th- I think if you go up 3 to 1 the chances of the Blues coming away with this series is massive. Even 2 to 1 I think the chances of them going up 3-1 to one improved greatly instead of going down into a 1-2 hole. So there's a lot at play here and a lot of things uh, going into consideration, but all things considered, like you said, I thought that the Blues actually played a better overall game than the Minnesota Wild in terms of offensive production, possession, all those things. It just so happened that it seemed like every time the Minnesota Wild got a chance to score, they converted on it. And, you know, like sometimes the puck just doesn't bounce your way. Sometimes, I mean, they were two for three on the power play after going 0 for 6 in game one. So, and that's probably due to the fact that the Blues had five defensemen uh, or playing five defensemen were probably gassed. Justin Falk, I think, was in the box for one of those penalty kills. So you had Krug on the ice, who's not always on the penalty kill, isn't on there often, and also Rosen, who, like we said, does, just doesn't have the experience. So there's a lot of factors that went into it. Uh, I'm not worried. The Blues had a dynamic offense. It, it felt good that I sat through that. We were down like 3 nothing, 3 nothing hole, which, by the way, like you're going to lose 4 nothing. Yeah, but you're going to lose a lot of momentum, especially like I feel like the first goal in the series is huge going either way. So the fact that it happened on a broken stick, and I think it was their first shot of the game. And we had like five shots up to that point. We're controlling everything. They, their first shot of the game goes in the back of the net. You know, like that just swings the whole dynamics of the thing. So like you said, like I said, I'm not worried. Uh, I'll be worried if the Blues drop the next game. But as of right now, uh, I'm I'm a little bit concerned about the defense, but I'm not worried about the series overall.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, the defense is definitely something that, again, we'll get into more in the second segment. Um, next minute mentality, sure. But like, well, again, we'll we'll get into it, but I mean, I think the biggest thing for me, and it was reflected in the way that the Blues played, is even when they were down for nothing, like I was in the back of my head, I'm like, all right, you know, get a couple by the end of this period, you know, score. Like, the there were still scenarios going on in my head of how they could win the game. You know, I I wasn't. I mean, every Blues team in the past, I feel like, you know, goes down for nothing. You're like, all right, you know, see you next game, and obviously, you know, they still lost, but. I don't know about you, Tommy. I was sitting there thinking, like, they they could still pull this off, you know? Um, And they played like they still could have pulled it off, and they very well almost did. And I'll say this now. That Tarasenko shot off the post, that goes in. I think the Blues win. Honestly. They were were pushing hard. That third period
1: was unbelievable.
0: They were pushing hard, and once that power play happened and they got, like... I mean, it was the Tarasenko chance and then the Shen chance were, like, 30 seconds apart. Both of those... Go in fifty percent of the time at least. Flurry, Rob, Shen, and Tarasenko—you know—shot it a little bit like an inch too far to the right. Either one of those goes in. You know, the Wild don't get those chances, but you know, those don't go in. The Blues get a little frustrated. They press and then they give up. You know, another goal right after that. I really think that they could have won that game in that third period. They controlled play. They had a lot of scoring chances and kind of like the Minnesota wild in game one, just got a little unlucky with posts and dominant goaltending from flurry. So, I mean, look, this is probably the most optimistic I have ever been after a six to two loss. You know, they, they took, they took a game on the road. They say that about playoffs and basketball and hockey, the series doesn't start till you win on the road. The blues won on the road. You know, they just got to go in and like you said, do their job. Um, at, on home ice, and I have no, I have full faith that they'll do that. Obviously, the one big question right there is the health of the defense. So we're gonna get into that in our second segment. But again, like I said, I think the Blues are are gonna be all right. I mean, Wayne Gretzky thinks that they're gonna make it to the Stanley Cup final, and they're 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 pretty big underdogs to do that. So maybe you could put some money on that. And if they do make it to the Stanley Cup final, you'll have yourselves a uh, uh, pretty uh, deposit in your BetOnline accounts because BetOnline.net is your number one source for all betting stats and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball, and this weekend's Run to the Roses as the Kentucky Derby is back. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sporting wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts, and we'll be right back. All right, Tommy. So the Blues have been without um, Marco Scandella for a couple games now. Uh, They lost Nick Letty in game one to a hit up high. Well, I don't know if it was a hit up high, but a a hit against the boards, whatever, what have you. And then Robert Mortuzzo suffered one of the scarier injuries I've seen in my time as a Blues fan, taking a point-blank slap shot off the head. Um, Really scary stuff there. Uh, you know, obviously hoping the best for him uh, beyond hockey. That's something really, really scary. Um, but in a hockey terms, that's three of the Blues' starting six defensemen, which was already, as we acknowledge, the weakest portion of the team for the St. Louis Blues. And now they're forced to call up a guy in Steven Santini, who I don't think he hasn't played a game with us this year, right? I don't think Maybe. so. Maybe, no. Yeah, who hasn't seen NHL action in over a calendar year but he Um, did play
1: in the playoffs last year, I believe.
0: mm -hmm. It's looking a little dire right now. Uh, Obviously, you know, having the three most important defensemen on the team. Well, actually, honestly, you could argue that Letty's been one of the three most important defensemen. But still, having Pareko, Krug, and Falk knock on wood healthy is good. But at the same time, that just makes their job even harder because now Colton Pareko doesn't have a consistent D partner, something that makes him so much better. So much better when he's playing with someone he can rely on, specifically you know a guy like Nick Letty or whatever. Um, so his job is going to be harder. Justin Falk's job is going to be harder. Tory Krug's job is going to be harder. Cal Rosen's probably going to get more minutes, and we know how he struggled. If the Blues play the rest of this series without those three defensemen, Tommy, do you think they can win it?
1: I'll tell you what, Josh. I don't know if they can win it, but if if they do win it, it's going to be because uh, their forwards picked up the defensive play and the offensive play really i mean uh, obviously the output in game one is exactly what you ask for from ryan o'reilly and david perron but other than that the guys have been kind of quiet you know and like obviously vladdy got the one timer uh Kyrie got a goal as well but uh I- i'm need to looking see more from that yeah line. i need to see, need to see more i mean i think there was like two shots on goal in the game one or something like that like i just need i just need yeah more offensive output you know and give me Give me what we saw on the end stretch of the season where you're just putting I mean, on a yeah, highlight that, reel every night. That's
0: a line we were consistently and confidently calling the best line in the NHL. And, I mean, they haven't been the best line on the team, much less the best line in the NHL. So, I mean, you get, we get even 75% of that end of the season stretch, and I think the Blues are looking pretty good.
1: Yeah, but I, think, I do think if those three defensemen are out, the the difference maker for the blues isn't gonna come from a guy like Santini. Like, sorry, he's not gonna come in and be like a world beater, you know? So you gotta pick up around him and be a, yeah, it's next guy up mentality, but like if the next guy up is Steven Santini, like it needs to be everybody up mentality. You know what I'm saying? Like, Preeko's gotta pick his game up, like Falk has to pick his game up, Krug has to pick his game up, and the forwards have to they have to get back. Like, it doesn't matter how much time you spend in the offensive zone, how gassed you are, how How long you've been out there on the ice? Like, what time your shift is? Like, you gotta just, you gotta just throw it aside, get back, and like, you know, nurse your wounds later because that could be the difference in the game.
0: Yeah, I mean, like, like we were both saying, it, it, it having three starting defensemen out makes the jobs harder of every other player on the team you know you, you can't rely on a guy like nick letty to break the puck out as smoothly as he has been all year you can't got, rely on a guy like robert bertuzo to clear the crease out even marco scandela has had a really nice resurgence uh down the end of the stretch of the regular season uh, obviously that injury was looking pretty tough but i mean you know fingers crossed that he can make a return soon because i know he's been skating uh obviously again scott Perunovich, another guy that's been a huge mystery he's been skating very consistently but there's been very very little about his return Burby like i said it like...
1: might be closer than we might think though so that's right. right so
0: like again i feel like there's a chance we might like wake up tomorrow to news that scott Perunovich is in the lineup but we yeah. also might not see scott Perunovich till like halfway through next season just with how with how little we've heard about it, I really feel like it's it's so up in the air. But I mean that could be a huge difference maker. He looks really good in his limited time with the St. Louis Blues and obviously the fact that they've kept him up and the fact that they're, you know, trying to ramp him up shows that they're ready and willing to put him into the lineup when he's ready. Um but I mean, yeah, you gotta you gotta deal with that adversity in the meantime and every team is gonna deal with injuries throughout the playoffs and maybe you can be a little grateful that it's happening now in round one and not at a little bit more of a adverse time no disrespect to the minnesota wild but i mean you know if there's ever a time you can battle through injuries it's through games one and two of the playoffs maybe um but like you said it, it's gonna put a, a big te- uh big test on the rest of the defensemen and the rest of the forwards as well and you'd hate to be sitting here at the end of the series being like oh man if only they were healthy then we could have won that series because i still think the blues can win the series even if those three defensemen don't play obviously it's going to be a lot harder. And I think it would go like seven games and be an absolute gauntlet and the blues would be the underdog hundred percent. But I think they can still pull it off based on their offense. Because like you said, this offense has been underwhelming so far um, in the, in the playoffs. They obviously they had that big game one, but they scored a lot on the power play two and a half goals as we, as we've said. Um, and then, you know, game two, we still haven't seen a whole lot from that offense um, outside of Ryan O'Reilly and David Perron. So I mean, I think they'll step it up. We've seen the offense go cold in the stretches in the past, um, and there's no reason to think that, you know, they're not going to rebound. I, maybe Ruby shakes up the lines a little bit. I hate to say it because I, I, I don't want to see that Tara, uh, Tarasenko-Thomas-Buchnevich line broken up, but who knows? We know he's one that he isn't shy of putting lines in a blender. So um, we'll see. Uh, there is one more big uh, elephant in the room that we need to get to, and that is the fact that Vili Huso had one of his worst games in a long time um with the st louis blues allowing five goals right one was an empty netter yeah so he allowed five goals rebound control wasn't great positioning wasn't great uh didn't look good um begs the question is he the long-term starter for this playoff run uh for the record i think yes but there's a conversation to be had there uh, and we're gonna have it so Make sure you stay tuned for that. But before we get into that, I want to tell you guys about one of our newer sponsors, and that is Athletic Greens and their product AG1. I talk about this a lot whenever we advertise something about like meal plans or, or anything that you can really eat. it's I'm a college student. I eat like crap. It's, it's, it's natural, you know, I, I got classes during lunch all the time, classes during dinner all the time, it's hard for me to like sit down and actually spend an hour cooking. Uh, but one thing that's really helped me and just helped me feel better throughout the day is AG1, you put one scoop of it in a glass of water, um, and it gives you tons of high quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source supplements, probiotics and adaptogens. To help start your day right, this special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery focus, and aging, all the important things. I literally just put a scoop of it in my water bottle on the way to class, and I keep it, it keeps me hydrated throughout the day, uh, and it keeps me feeling good. It's lifestyle friendly, so if, whether you eat keto, paleo, vegan, dairy free, or gluten free, or if you're not on any sort of, uh, uh, eating program at all, You can enjoy AG1. It contains less than one gram of sugar and no GMOs. So to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Again, that is athleticgreens.com slash NHL network to take ownership over your health and put up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And we'll be right back to wrap up today's episode. All right, Tommy. So obviously, you know, Everyone's favorite favorite term, goalie controversy, is being thrown around now, um, and I just want to start this off uh, in defense of Vili Husso. I don't further. I don't think you're going to disagree with me. I think we're on the same page here. But for anyone listening, maybe that is a little bit concerned with Vili Husso. Here, here's my defense as his attorney. Um, first of all, couple power play goals in there. You can never really blame the goalie too much on power play goals, um, and then you have that Tarasenko turnover, which inexcusable. Husso couldn't do anything there. Yeah, he got dangled a little bit, but I mean, he's not expecting to, to face a breakaway when the Blues have four guys in their zone and the Wild have one. Um, so that's three goals that, that I don't really feel that bad about. At the end of the game, there's a two-on-one. The other goal, I honestly don't even remember that much, but I don't think that there were any goals in that game where I'm like, man, if, if Husso just made the right play there, the Blues would have been in this game. I, I didn't find myself pointing fingers at Husso at all. Last night, obviously, you know, the save percentage was a little rough. The goals allowed was a little rough, but I think he played fine. You know, I think he gave the Blues a chance to win, which is all you can really ask out of a goaltender when they're not, you know, stealing a game for you. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm a little too optimistic. What are your thoughts?
1: All right, so I, I've got his his uh, game log pulled up real fast, and I'm optimistic like you, but this scares me a little bit. So his his last five games dating back to the regular season, uh, he had a three to two loss in overtime to Boston. He had a 914 save percentage. Uh, his next game was against the Anaheim Ducks. the Blues won six to three. He had an 824 save percentage, 14 saves on 17 shots. so small sample size but 824 save percentage. next game against Vegas uh, we lost seven to four with an and he had a 64 save percentage. Then, obviously, last game against Minnesota, 1,000 to shut him out. But then, um, game two against Minnesota, 815 save percentage. So, uh, you know, obviously, with the sample size that he has this year, uh, the consistency that he's had this year, uh, he's been one of the top goalies in the league for a long time. I expect him to bounce back. um, But just small sample size and recency bias... I That's didn't, I didn't think of that. He
0: did struggle a little bit down the stretch at the end of the, the regular season. And it was kind of, I guess the focus was taking off because Bennington was playing pretty well. Um, but again, I don't think, like when Jordan Bennington was struggling this year, it was pretty evident. Like he didn't look comfortable in his crease. He was kind of flopping around a little bit. I don't think Husso has looked uncomfortable yet. And I think once a goalie starts looking uncomfortable and like in their own head a little bit is when you start. I think in if I were a, if I were a coach, you know, that's when I would start considering the yank. Um, I don't know. I mean, I saw a tweet today that that the Blues when when Brian Elliott had that historic season in 2016 and the Blues were in the Western Conference Finals, he got yanked from a series. So, I mean, it's happened in the past, but I think it's too early to say. You know, if we come out in. It, I think if Billy Huso loses you a game, then you're real concerned. Like if he has one of those 14 saves on 17 shots and the Blues lose like 3 to 2 in a game that they really could have won, then I'm concerned. But as of right now, I mean, I don't think Billy Huso got the support from his team that he could have gotten, not to mention they were playing with five defensemen he was facing a lot of odd man rushes and just just didn't didn't have the odds in his favor last night. Obviously, would I have liked them to get the win? Would I have liked him to, you know, steal a game sort of like Marc-Andre Fleury did? By the way, I think you could argue that Marc-Andre Fleury stole that game a little bit, even though he gave up, you know, two goals. Yeah. So, it was a—I'm not—I'm not not concerned. No, Jordan Bennington shouldn't start the next game. But, I mean, it's the same thing I said, you know, talking to Seth in the previews. I wouldn't be surprised if the Blues, you know, make a long playoff run or whatever to see both goalies start at some point. And that's not a knock on either one of them. That's not me losing faith in Billy Husso or anything like that. But just with the way that both of them have been kind of up and down, you know, it it leaves that open for possibilities. But no, right now I still trust Billy Husso. I think he has the potential to win you a series. um, And specifically this series. It's going to be tough, obviously, without the defenseman. But he's shown that consistency. Obviously, as of late, it's been a little rough. But I think he's going to be
1: all right. Here's something that's also promising. Uh, Just pulling up more stats about Billy Husso. So I pulled up his Mm. record this season at home josh it's insane it's insane two and that includes two wins against minnesota and no losses against minnesota at home so that's promising because like the blues have home ice now so if they like we said if they take both of these two games and go up three games to one that bodes well that bodes extremely well for them in winning this series uh he also has a 926 save percentage at home so a little bit better than those 800s that we were talking about beforehand. And that's a much larger sample size uh, than just the last five games. So, Right. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, you know,
0: obviously Billy Husso hasn't been elite or wasn't elite in that game. He was elite in game one. The Blues don't need elite goaltending yet in the playoffs like they did in 2019. They have the offense to, to, to sort themselves out. I mean, I would say in terms of, like, priority list, in terms of, like, concern – number one right now is the defense getting healthy number two is you know the offense outside of a select few getting going and then down there at number three is goaltending but if one and two fix themselves i don't think goaltending will be a concern at all i agree yeah so i mean look it's I, we play tomorrow right yep friday night lights right. tell me it's earlier than nine thirty eastern uh, I think it's Please.
1: 9.30 on the nose, Josh. Let me double check. At least it's a Friday
0: night. At least it's a Friday night. That's all right. What you got for me? Come on. Tell me some good news. Uh, I'll tomorrow, check too. May 6th? May 6th. 8.30. May the, may the 6th be with you. 8.30
1: oh. p.m. <coughs> well. On the nose. That's fine. That's
0: fine. That's fine. I don't need to sleep anyways. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we'll have a preview for it. At least that means we can get a preview up beforehand. Um, but that being said, I think that is all the time we have for you today. Tommy, you
1: got anything else pressing? Any pressing thoughts? Um, Go Blues. I think mm. that, uh, honestly, I will I'll also say this. I went on Seth's show and said that it's going to be an electric series no matter what. And I, I just keep having to remind myself, even though the Blues got slaughtered last game, that... If you pick the Blues in six, they have to lose two games, right? So unless you pick the Blues in four, you're still bang on for, like, predictions, right? I like that. That's so, true. So we're in a good spot. Split games in Minnesota. Let's go out, sweep it at home, take care of business, move on to the next round, and let's have some fun in the playoffs, yeah, baby. Yeah, absolutely.
0: And also I will just say that I'm, I'm considering my official uh, – uh, bandwagon papers to the St. Louis Cardinals because the Boston Red Sox are atrocious. So let's go Cards, baby. <laughs> I like it. I like um, it. I'll also
1: say if, if Minnesota beats the Blues, like I'm I'm probably going to be rooting for them to win the whole thing. Like Spurgeon aside yeah. and all those things, like Fair. Minnesota is such a cool hockey state. Like they absolutely Fair. deserve championship. Kirill Kaprizov is electric. I don't want the Avs to win. Yeah, so... Yeah, I'm. I'm. I will. I will be all aboard the Minnesota Wild band. All right, wagon two two big out. bandwagon
0: announcements today. I'm gonna think of myself a cards hat, Tommy. I don't. Know. I like that. I like to get the navy one. It's clean. Is there? They they come out with a navy one. I like that. Yeah, I don't have beautiful. any. I don't have any navy hats. I might have to check that out. All right. That being said, that is all the time we have for you guys today. So thanks everyone out there so much for listening to the Lockdown Blues Podcast. Make sure you hit that follow or subscribe button on whatever podcast platform you're listening to us on. Subscribe to us on YouTube. At lockdown blues getting close to that two hundred and fifty subscriber mark, so awesome there. We love engaging with you guys in the comments and stuff as well. So drop a comment. Uh, love the comment last episode that said I looked fly in my blues jersey. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. I um, yeah. But that being said, leave a comment. I was nervous. Well, okay, we don't have to get in, we don't have to get into that. <laughs> maybe a little maybe a little fake. Shh. <laughs> um, that being said though, thanks everyone so much for listening. Like I said, comment on our YouTube channel. We love that stuff. Uh, follow us on all of our socials Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok. Uh, follow me on Twitter at Josh Hyman NHL. Follow Tommy at T Welcher15. Thanks so much for listening. And as always,
1: let's go, Blues.